So it begins. <laughs> Get your earrings off, Sarah. She's getting catty. I should have brought some. You got some water over there? I do. Let me get a hit. Okay. You're recording. If I whisper, they can't hear me. If you build it, they will come. You got to figure it out over there, Sarah? I lost the back of the earring. It was. Are you guys doing a big intro again? Um, I don't think so. I think we're just going to get started. You ready? Okay. All right, let's do it. Hello and welcome to Explicitly Us. Whether you're young, old, single or married, this podcast is for you. Lighthearted, family friendly and full of laughs. It is guaranteed to put a smile on your face. So get on the treadmill or get another slice of cake, but just get ready because here they are. Live at the time of this recording, all the way from Table 19, your pizza's ready studio, here are your hosts, Andy and Trista. We finally got him here. We did it. The family's back together. It's good having them. This is going to be a special edition. This is the one that's going to go platinum. We're going to make it with this one. It's going to be awesome. Kyle and Sarah, your brother and sister. Would you like to introduce them? I just said their names, but you introduce them as, as, as you would like. My big sister, Sarah, and my little brother, Kyle. Put you right in the I'm middle. I'm in the middle. Middle child. And I am too. Hi, Sarah. Hello. Hi, Kyle. What's up? Okay, we had Kyle on a while back. Do you remember that podcast? It was a good one. That was a good one. Uh, what did we hit? Military and finances. finances. And we even got his wife, Kristen, to say a few words. Yeah. That was fun. She did great. Then we got Sarah. We have not had her on yet. This is her first time. And we have a theme. Sarah, that we have spouses on. But mine is really quiet and wouldn't join. Exactly. Because he's Chuck. And he's our Chuck. And we're happy to have our Chuck. But he just will not join the podcast. He's a very shy guy. But... I feel like I should go hang out with him and you three should just do this podcast. <laughs> you do quite well. Me and Chris and Chuck hanging out. Yeah. Um, no, we're going to do fine here. Uh, and I wanted to have Sarah on really bad because she can talk a good while. And that's all a podcast is, is just people rambling on. Chit chat. Yeah. So if we have Sarah on, we had to have a fourth. So who, what better fourth? Just make it a sibling podcast. There talk about go. three is company. Four is a crowd. I'm the fourth. So Kyle, you never told me. I meant to ask you after our last podcast what you thought of our sound effects. They are good. They're not distracting? There was one episode um, where I think you went a little over the top. It might have been your first I one. agree. You the got a little excited. Time, I agree. <laughs> I got a little button happy. You can get a little button happy. I'll tell you what, it's, it's quite fun. Sarah, do you like my sound effects though? <laughs> yeah, for the most part. <laughs> Thank you for that. When appropriately used. <laughs> and when not appropriately used. Once or twice used. during the podcast. I don't know what this one is. Oh, let the fight begin. Let's can do you, it. Can you that look at your podcast and see how long people listen? No. Because no, that they, would be cool. If they, if they like, they, dropped, like off. dropped off right when you started going ding, ding, ding. That would be sad. <laughs> then we would know. Then we would know. Wouldn't it? All right. So let's start with Trista over here. Trista. Yeah. Which one's your favorite? Favorite sibling. I definitely don't have a favorite Come on. Sibling. Don't lie. 
Tamaka. Yeah, Why do. would I have a favorite so sibling? So she can say that because it's a brother and a sister. For yeah, me, it would be more totally difficult different. because I have a sister and a sister. Well, That's let's true. answer it this way. Which one did you get along with more growing up, Kyle or Sarah? Well, Sarah and I shared a bedroom. So there was a lot of drama going on in the bedroom. <laughs> Yes, that, that is accurate. Kyle and I did not have that drama. Although he, with the older he got, I took a lot of abuse from him. When mm-hmm. we were young, we were buds. <laughs> yes. And then probably like, what, 12 to 14, yeah. probably. It. And I know how that goes because uh, our two, Callie and Clayton are going through it. Yeah, same age. Cl- yep. Well, let's see. But this is reversed because... Trista was older than you, so mm. she's always the domineering. She's going to be stronger for a time. Yep. But then when you... Oh, when that day. When, when they <laughs> drop, you know what I mean? <laughs> then you're going to be stronger. There's no button for that? Oh, let's see. When they drop, you're going to be a little bit stronger. Uh, I don't know what this one is. That's not a dropping sound. <laughs> That's not it. So then you, testosterone and all that, uh, and you yeah. got to show that. He that's would what take guys it out do. on me. He would. I got a lot of she arm punches. She was a dirty punches. fighter, though. I got a lot of arm punches and butt punches. Those he was all good. about the butt punch. <laughs> I almost did it to you the other day. That would be bad. <laughs> there you go. Um, she's a little older now. She'd lose something if you did that again. <laughs> <laughs> she just can't hold it in like she used to. But I want to, before we get, get on Sarah's side of this, I want to hear this one story again. Um, Trista hit you one time. No. I don't want to hear it from you. Both my sisters have hit me one <laughs> well, time. Well, more, <laughs> more time. But there's Correct. one time that sticks out that I know about. I think you're talking about when we were in the kitchen and something to do with the fridge, possibly. I remember there was a door and she said, don't do it again or I'll punch you. And I did it again, and she punched me right in the tooth like, of all places. Like a tooth. I just feel like a, a tooth was hit. Her, the, the whole of her fist hit the tooth. It didn't hit anywhere hit else. One of those canines. Tooth. And I think it hurt her Probably worse did. than it hurt me. Probably did. And your reaction was? Well, she, she meant it. Yeah. She meant it. <laughs> What do I do now? And I probably did it again after that. <laughs> probably. Yeah. Do you remember that? Do you, do you see it any different? Oh, it sounds about right. I mean, I, I don't was, remember. It what, was a lot. I don't remember the details, yeah. but yeah. You never do. We never do. Sarah, which one did you get along with more? Trista, <laughs> yes. 100%. So I was the oldest and then Trista's two years younger than me and then Kyle's two years younger than Trista. And Kyle knew how to push my buttons from like birth. Still do. He just, yeah, he just knew how to push my buttons. Mm-hmm. And you know how your parents are always like, just ignore him. He'll stop. Just right. ignore her. He'll stop. No. Guess what? If I had ignored him, maybe he would have stopped. But I don't think I ever ignored him. You can't. You can't. I couldn't. I, I can. Couldn't. Not that he pushes my buttons, but I, I think I could because I see them. I see him do it with you. You can't. No, I couldn't. And. So we would, we had a car growing up and a station wagon. And so we would have um, Trista in the middle between Kyle and I, because Kyle and I could not sit by one another. Because you know that the whole, like, I'm half an inch from you, not touching, not touching, not touching. Like, that was us. Right. Yes. Just all the time. So Trista and I definitely got along better than Kyle and I. But as teenagers, it was a little harder to get along because we just... We're very we, different. We're very different. We shared the same space. We shared a bed 
for the longest yeah. time. And yeah. we would. You we all would, were all little women all over this house. We would fight in bed, like yeah. vicious, like scratch your eyeball. Sarah, let Girl me just bites. stop right here and <laughs> say, I know exactly. I don't remember any yes. of that. Kyle, it would be like, no, no, it would be like. I know like, exactly what you went through. It would be like. I went through it's that. It's your turn to turn out the light. You had to I'm not getting up to turn sister. out the light. With you get wife. up and turn out the light. <laughs> and we would argue about who was going to get up and turn out the light. And we would like physically start fighting. And yeah. while they were doing that, I would hide under their bed. And then wait till they got <laughs> back in bed and got close to asleep. So and the time that I really got to wail on Kyle was when, um, and I knew he was in the closet but we weren't supposed to hit our brother, but I wanted to hit my brother. So he would hide and jump out. And whenever he did that, that was like my excuse to be like, oh, it was just a reaction for me me. to hit my brother. And I hit him this one time and I must've been a senior in high school because I had my class ring (laughs) and it like left an indentation in his forehead. Mm. 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 So worth it though. He Mm. would always jump out at us. Always. Well, the other, it's been a couple of weeks now. I don't know why we were wrestling, but we were wrestling, you and I. And she wrestles. It doesn't happen much anymore. No. So you get hurt. We were wrestling and she let off with a scratch and scratched my neck. I scratched him deep. Deep. She scratched deep on my, and it, we, felt so bad. we were laughing. So like legit, it wasn't like a marital spat where you're like, the cops are called and you're like, we were just wrestling. It wasn't though. It was like legit wrestling. We were laughing so hard and she went to defend herself from probably getting tickled and scratched me like a two inch gash bled. I bled. It was bad. <laughs> like hard to explain type bleeding. Looks, like somebody like sees a nail scratch on your neck and they're like, what happened to you? Well, what do you say? I had to go to the barber the next day and I was, I felt so bad. Like, what are you going to tell your barber happened to your neck? You have pets. Wear a scarf. Yeah, but I can't lie, Sarah. We're Christians. We don't lie. So (laughs) I have to say my wife did it. No, now am I abusive? Is she abusive? Is, you know, was she defending against abusive husband? It was a long story, but I didn't tell it. (laughs) But yeah, she's pretty brutal. quickly. She, From where you live, it was probably completely acceptable though, <laughs> and normal. True enough. True enough. It was, yes, <laughs> true enough. But yeah, I know. I know what you guys have went through. Uh, Trista, is there one that you got along with more than the other? I don't think so. I think it was stages. Yeah. Spouses. Let's go into spouses. How many of you don't like the other spouse? Yeah, let's talk about that. That's just a joke. <laughs> I know you guys aren't going to say that. I know you're not going to say that. We all love each other. Yeah. Well, I'm sitting here. You're not going to say anything bad about me, I hope. Surely not. You've matured over the years. It's taken a time. You grew on us. It's taken a time. You grew on us. I grow on most people like a wart. <laughs> it happens. But you guys grew up together. Uh, Sarah, when did you leave the, the house? How old were you? 17. Really? Well, well college college but when did you leave like mm, never come back well so i went to college for two years and then i came back for one year before i got married but trista was away at college that one year we switched places yeah yeah but you specifically it was 19 when you got married or 20 20 20 when you got married you married a man named chuck chuck whose real name is charles thank you charles our man and so you and charles been married how many years 18. When's the divorce? Wow. They're old. Never. Never. Well, you know what they say. 
Till death do us part. Till death do us part. I was going to say never say never, but you go with death do us part. No, we are definitely, as a family, I think we would all agree, we are extreme anti-divorce, right? Like we don't say the D word in our home. We are the it's exception. It's not an option. Yeah, it's not, not it's not an option. Um, did you mean the, the vowels, not the vowels, A-I-O-U, but the vowels, did you mean them when you said them? Absolutely. Yeah. And that's that's what I like about this family, coming into this family as uh, the outsider, the outlaw. I like that it's a, it's to be expected that we're in this for the long haul. Um, better or worse, richer or poor, that do us part. It's pretty great. And then Kyle, how long have you been married to Kristen? 12 years. Yep, 12 years. Well, and we've okay. been married 15. We just had 15, yeah. Just had 15. So it's great. And people say all the time, you know, um, you think it's, you you know, you're going to be together forever, but then things happen. And yeah, things definitely can happen. But I think you all have done great, especially Trista, in picking your spouse, you know, choosing your spouse. <laughs> it's really good. Well, I would say all of our parents are stable, good family, no divorces. Yeah. You mean like you, the, the spouse's parents or because obviously your parents Every, are not right. divorced. All yes. All, all of our, them. they're all involved in their ministries where they're, mm, they're involved in their churches yeah. and their families have been together, even as psychotic as all of our families are at times, everybody's got issues, but they stuck together. So well, we have a good foundation. Yeah. Why do you, where do you think that came from? Let's talk about marriage for a minute. Where do you think that came from to where you could be happier? That's what it seems to be in divorces you could be happier is the draw to go ahead and get that divorce because you could be happier. But yet we know that's not true, right? For the most part, obviously if you're, you know, you're getting abused, you could probably be happier, right? But we all go through hard times, but that's what, that's what you see is people just, you know, they can't get their arguments squared away. They can't get the the house squared away. Um, and all of a sudden they're getting a divorce because they say he doesn't, People are selfish. People are selfish. Well, I think too is um, all of us with our spouses, we have God at the center of our lives. So when you have a common goal and someone in common that you're, you know, answering to and serving, then it helps to keep a lot of things things in perspective. So rather than, you know, fighting about certain things, it's more of what are we doing as a family how are we making it work? Yeah. You know, how are we serving in our church? And if you keep your eyes on the Lord, that helps a lot from, you know, feelings of what do I want and that kind of eye focus. Yeah. Now, Trista and Sarah, me and Kyle are going to sit this one out. Uh, what? How do you explain to your friends who are maybe not Christians um, or maybe they're Christians, but they've not been Christians a long time. Or maybe they just don't read the Bible. I don't know. How do you explain to them your role in, in the home and your husband's role in the home and how those balance or how they work together or just what they are and how you deal with that? How do you do Sarah, you go first. Well, so we work with teenagers at our church. So it's usually talking to teenagers or young unmarried adults yet, or maybe they're not even dating. And it's just when they're talking about looking for a spouse and you know, do I need to go to college to meet a spouse? Do I need to go to camp? You know, where can I meet someone? It's all about, you know, my first words of wisdom to them are find someone who loves God as much or more than you do. Um, and is as involved in their church as you are and are the person that 
you want to be and not to settle for someone who is less because you won't have a husband you can depend on or who will lead your home if they're a weaker Christian than you are. Is it more important to have those things in place or for that person to know what he's going to do with his life? So I met my husband in college, so Mm -hmm. we were quite young and he was still determining the Lord's will. But, you know, I knew that whatever he was going to do was what the Lord wanted him to do. So it was more important for me to know he was a strong Christian following after Christ than he had it all planned out. Right. And I'll just say before Trista says, I think that's huge. That That is the key is that is this person going to follow God? Just period. Are they going to follow God no matter what God says? Do they have a su- submissive heart to God? Trista, what do you think? I'm just going to add to that, that from the time I was very young, I felt, you know, deep within me that God had placed just the desire to be a wife and mother. You know, I felt, I mean, I felt some pressure growing up, like you need to have a career, you need to focus this direction, this direction. Um, And so I just felt very fulfilled, you know, following God, being married, um, you know, following my husband, having my children and taking care of my children at home. Get in the truck, woman. I mean, maybe not everybody wants to go that direction with their life, but I was, I feel like I fulfilled and am fulfilling, you know, God's plan for my life. So my wife would echo that. Mm-hmm. Very content in that. I was talking to somebody the other day, and that's literally how they think that uh, our relationship is. I tell you to get in the yeah. truck. I think people definitely have an off perception of us mm-hmm. that it's actually very hard to explain to people because I guess my personality, the way that I function as a person, as a female, goes against a lot of other females in the world today. I, I don't know. And part of that's personality. And the other part is your choice to, to submit to the to Bible and your role, um, in this world, you know, um, do you feel ladies that, uh, submitting to your husband makes you lesser than him or lessens your significant role in the home? So I will start off by saying I'm kind of the opposite of my sister in that I am kind of super independent. Like I was just born independent. I was that child at three that you could send up to McDonald's to buy a cheeburger all by myself. That was interested would have cried. That's right. We gave Sarah the money. Kyle would have locked the door when you left. (laughs) Yeah. So that's like, that is completely my personality just to be super independent. If I had to live alone without a husband, I could, I could function like I would be fine. But I love that God gave me someone to spend my life with um, and that he gave me the right person for me because one, a man could be intimidated by me and my husband is not intimidated by me. Um, God gave me a husband who has thoughts and can explain them and who we can talk through things with. So it's not submitting in the way that I think a lot of people would think of submission as in subservience. Um, It's more of, I know that God has set you up to have responsibility over our household. Um, But like, for instance, you know, I'm better at paying the bills. 
um, Mm -hmm. and managing the bank account. Like that's just more my gift. I have a business degree. That is what I do. We don't have kids, so I do work. Mm -hmm. Um, and I use my business degree and God gifted me in that way. But, you know, Chuck knows how much money we have in the bank and we make big decisions together, praying to God, um, and that sort of thing. So, you know, I think submission in biblical terms completely works whether you're independent or maybe less independent. Yeah. Sometimes when I think of the husband and the wife relationship, and this is going to be a little off, but I think of Pharaoh and Joseph. Not that the husband is Pharaoh like the king, but rather they had different roles. One was submitted to the other. But yet if you look at Joseph's life, he was the blessed one. He was the one that had the skills and the know-how and the wisdom and was getting it done. He made a lot of decisions. He made yeah. a lot of decisions, but we would say he was submitted to Pharaoh. Is that? Would you say that's a good picture of the wife's position in the home? Yeah, I mean, I would say even, you know, being in the workplace and having bosses, um, you know, they are the ones who are ultimately responsible to the company for the decision, kind of like the husband is responsible to God for how he leads his family. Um, And you can talk to your boss and hopefully reason through decisions with them. But at the end of the day, it's, it's them who have to answer for the decision you made. So let's bring Kyle into this. Kyle, with that answer they just gave, we know that the man is responsible to God in a way that the wife is not. Okay. So how does that play when we, if we're not a Christian and yet we have that internal fight that I'm not going to be submissive to my husband, we're going to go head to head. How does that play into the marriage? How do you see that? Because you're in, let's just face it, you're in the military. The military is not known for its angels, right? I mean, they're pretty hard people and you got some messed up lives coming and going from war, affected by war and how that affects the home and all those things. So you take a non-Christian home and you say, this man, we don't recognize that he's responsible to anything more than I am. Do you think that plays into the home? Oh, that's rough for the non-Christian. It's especially rough in the military because we go away for weeks, months at a time and we leave, you know, our wife. And in some cases, the the wife will leave the husband at home. But either way it goes, they're home for a long time making those independent choices on things that we're not there to assist them with. So then they get used to that and it's very tough to hand those roles or responsibilities or those decisions back over to someone who you feel like hasn't been there for the past however long. Luckily for me, like my wife is very like willing for me to like take on that responsibility. She doesn't, she doesn't want to have to make those decisions. Um, so it's easy for me, but I can definitely see why others have such a hard time in the military. And when I talk to those people, when it's really hard to give advice when they don't believe because it's like, I don't even know what source to go to yeah. now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's no, there's no anchor. There's no, there's no, uh, foundation to build upon. Right. And, and that's why, of course, um, as, as a counselor, I can tell you that it's always going to go back to Jesus Christ in, in all of our counseling, when we're talking with our friends and our neighbors, when we, when they have those issues, you have to go back and say, well, this is my foundation. So even if you're just pointing out that it doesn't look the same for you, you know, but, um, moving on from that, unless anybody has something else, I want to ask another question. 
No, the only other thing is that your life has to be that testimony that they can see mm-hmm. to where they, they something is different and they want that success that you have in your marriage. And then when you give them that advice, you give it from that viewpoint of, right. well, the reason is Christ and then exactly. this foundation. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Um, so what the kind of in the sibling range of what we're talking about here, I'm going to ask you guys questions. I'm going to tell you what I'm going to ask you and then we're going to ask. All right. I'm going to ask you some mushy questions. All right. What is, I'm going to ask you what's your favorite thing about your siblings and then what's your least favorite thing about your siblings. Let's start with the least favorite thing about your siblings first, and then we'll all go through that and then talk about our favorite things and we'll end it at that. Okay. So let's get the needy, greedy, least favorite. I know you got to be, I mean, just be honest. The show's called Explicitly Us. We are going to be, no, wrong one. Darn. All right, let's do it again. Here we go. There, there we, we go. go. That, that <laughs> fit right one. in. All right, so who wants to start off? Least favorite thing. Just usually you punch at one of one of them and then the other one's going to be, well, so you said it, so I'm going to say something back. I would say me and Sarah are pretty easy because we're both going to say we want to be in charge. So that's... So that's, your least favorite thing about her is that she wants to be in charge when you want to be in charge. You have that contention. Yeah, our, our personalities are close enough that that is what leads most of our contention, which we don't really have as adults, though. No, no. I mean, obviously, you just close your mouth and walk to the other room. That's how we deal with it, right? right? Uh, Sarah, punch back. So with Kyle, it's probably that I wish sometimes he could just rest and take a break. Like, it's just not in his personality to rest and take a break. And sometimes I'm just like, you know, don't worry so much. Come take a load off. Just sit down and enjoy what's going on. Mm-hmm. It was a nice thing to say. It was like a nice punch. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's true though. I don't rest. Well, the funny thing is I, we know Sarah and so not means nothing, but we, we get Sarah, we know her, but people that don't know Sarah, all they hear is this sweet passive voice. <laughs> like, what I don't like about Kyle. <laughs> and they think she's like the sweetest thing and she oh, is, but she's like, very, oh. she, gives her opinion you don't gotta worry about that with sarah natural born leader yes she's very and and um eh, we'll get into another time trista what's uh well you didn't say about trista did anybody want to hit up on trista here i don't know that i can trista is hard to dislike she's really hard i can to give dislike. something that's no just kidding kyle do you have anything it doesn't have to i mean sometimes she's a pushover i don't like All right. emotional people and she's I'm pretty emotional mm. like that yeah. because i am not sensitive yeah and so I, like Sarah said earlier, I push buttons. Like mm-hmm. I, that's just yeah. what I do. And so I don't want people to, my intent is not to make people upset. I'm really just trying to joke. Mm-hmm. So, but sometimes but I cross that tell. line. It's your way of showing affection and love. Probably, maybe. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep, Cause I'm definitely not the, none of us probably are the ones that are going to say love you and go give you a hug. Yeah. Just Which is probably goes into my dislike. If I was to say I have a dislike for Kyle. Maybe it's the sarcasm that I get I or like sarcasm. the snippy <laughs> comments because I'm more like my mother in that I'm more sensitive towards things like that. So sometimes I'm like, I know he's coming from a place of love and usually I can just be like, this is just Kyle being affectionate, you know, unless I'm in some kind of weird mood. And then it's like, why is he saying this? Mm-hmm. Women are never in that. Mood. No, no, they're so, not. But for <laughs> no. Sarah, I really... I 
nothing is coming to mind for Sarah. Thank so. you. You're very sweet. Mm, I, I don't see know. how that's possible. We just started the podcast with you all fall all the time. Yeah. But that was so long ago. And it was over silly, silly it things. It was like And then she moved away childhood. and we never saw her again. She yeah. moved away and we're like, we love Sarah. <laughs> I mean, what can go wrong in a text, right? We <laughs> So not a thing, really? A lot I, of things. <laughs> with Kyle, if Kyle's involved in yeah. the text, it's yes. Like, why do you not hear my sarcasm in that text? <laughs> if we exclude Kyle, then we're good. <laughs> we're great. All right. So everybody gave, except Sarah and Trista didn't have nothing. All right. Uh, so what would you say in an affirmation? Well, what's uh, something that would be your favorite thing about a sibling? So um, what we were doing today, it was kind of funny. We were taking some family pictures and uh, usually as kind of the natural born leader, I have to like get people going, organize them, tell them where to stand. But I was able to just completely sit back because Kyle went outside. And since Kyle went outside, I just got to sit inside and he took care of all of it. So that was probably the best thing. I felt like I got a break. Mm-hmm. So what she hates, she loves. It's funny yes. that way, isn't it? Yes. Funny that way. Well, I don't know. You got anything? Kyle? So for Sarah, I will say that her life is so much different than ours. And by ours, I mean me and Trista, like not having kids. But she she grins and bears it. And she loves Mm -hmm. to be around her nieces and nephews. She's a great aunt. It would be easy for for her to just kind of be excluded, but she jumped Mm -hmm. right in. So. Yep, God's chosen not to uh, give Sarah and Chuck kids, and so they have Stella. Stella's their kid. She's our dog. She's in case you weren't. <laughs> in case you didn't know, clear. Stella's not the old lady across the street. <laughs> not a cat. She's a dog. The, That's very Can important. I say what I don't like about Sarah? Yeah, go for it. Fortress. I don't like that you're a mutt snob. A mutt snob? I only have mutts? Yes. You're like one of those people like who think... Not, no, I'm not saying that you do think this is what i think you think that if you have a purebred dog then you're like this terrible person because there's so many dogs in the pound that we need to adopt and save the world i would say it's more of i just don't understand why people people pay tons of money for a designer dog then i could just rescue off this i had a mutt and he was a good dog (laughs) mutts are good dogs and they can be trained but yet there's something in the bloodline that passes down you gotta admit there's something in the bloodline a lot of these dogs that's why the military is going to pick german shepherds and they're going to pick uh dobermans and they're going to pick some of these it depends on it's going to pass up they're not picking the poodle i mean they used to but they're not Poodles used to be big hunters. They're also hyperallergens, so. Yeah. But I'm just saying. But, that was uh, important, Kyle. It was. I mean. Thank you for that. But that's not really something I dislike about you. I'm just teasing, that's of fine. course. So, I th- but did you say what you liked about Trista, no, Sarah? We, neither one of us have. No. <laughs> we, they don't We're dislike you or like you. the topic. All right. Just, did you say awkward. What, did you say what you liked about either of them? I'll say what I like about her real quick. All right. So she... Me and Trista, if you leave us in a room for like two minutes, we're probably gonna be laughing. Mm-hmm. So, oh yeah, like yeah, at a pew at church or at home on the couch, we find something. Yep, or we, we definitely have that. Like we pick up on the same thing, and we're gonna start giggling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that Trista is so easy to get along with. She's just she's fairly easygoing. She doesn't like like a few things pretty extremely, but. You know, 99% of things, she's super easygoing, go with the flow, and is just fun to be around. 
She is. I can attest to that. She is extremely easygoing. Trista, you got to give us uh, your favorite things about Kyle and Sarah real quick. Oh my quick. goodness. I needed more time to think about this. I have, well, I have something know. first. <laughs> I remembered now my least favorite thing about Trista. Oh, okay. I do believe our personality Good. is coming out right now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> She's more athletic than I am. And I was uh, always, mm. always jealous growing up because I wanted to be good at sports. Mm-hmm. And you're not. But I'm not I can naturally attest to that. coordinated. But Sarah is the more competitive one. Correct. Than Trista. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Trista's competitive, so but if she would rather not be the center of attention. Who's the, the best ping pong player at this table? Let's talk about that. Trista. No, me. <laughs> I, I don't am. think Trista, Trista can beat me. Trista? I don't. Maybe with Trista my and, bum leg. <laughs> Trista and Kyle would be a good match, I think. We were. We played a lot. We did we a should lot do of that. ping You better re- ice that knee up. Lots of ping pong. You old man. I think we know what's next. Yeah. Trista, what, uh, do you got anything for these kids? I don't know. I mean... I love Sarah's personality, that she's independent. She's a go-getter. Take charge. Kyle, <laughs> I guess I'm Hurry done. Up. I guess I'm done now. <laughs> I love that Kyle can make me laugh. There we go. <laughs> I knew you would get done in time. Laugh and cry. There we go. Laughing and crying. <laughs> I thought this was fun. Some good therapy. So thanks for being with us on Explicitly Us. We'll see you next time. Thanks, guys. Love you all. Thank you for joining us on the Explicitly Us podcast. If you haven't subscribed, please do. You'll be the first to listen to our show when it's released every Monday. See you next time on Explicitly Us.